twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today, we're going to perform a detailed comparison between the Midland GXT-1000 VP4 and the new GXT-2000 VP4 walkie-talkies. We'll compare the power, features, and range of these radios and tell you which model we think comes out on top. We'll also review the Midland GXT 2050 VP4 two-way radio and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. And with promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Buytwowayradios.com, your radio specialist. The Midland GXT2000 is finally here. This is probably one of the most eagerly awaited GMRS radios in recent history and the most anticipated two-way radio product from Midland, aside from the long-delayed return of the popular GXT5000, of course. Uh, We were one of the first, if not the first, to have them in stock. And as soon as they arrived, we immediately unboxed a set checked them over, and tested them out. Today, we're going to tell you all about it, and we're going to try to do it by comparing this new radio with what many consider is Midland's uh, top-of-the-line flagship two-way radio, the GXT-1000. Yeah, the 1000 has been around for quite a while now, and it's not going anywhere. They're they're keeping the 1000, and they've added the 2000, and it's supposed to be sort of taking the 1000 to the next level. So, um, we kind of dissected that and compared them side by side and uh, put a little review up on the, the blog. We did a and whole unboxing video, which yes, you, have, you haven't seen the video. Um, I, I think it's a really great up-close first look at this new radio. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> it, that was literally our first look at the radio. We, yeah. We, we got the word that a truck was here with the GXT 2000s and immediately uh, grabbed one and, and got the camera, opened it up. My first look at the uh, 2000 was recorded on that video. So, Danny's not kidding, folks. This thing came in the door. As soon as it came in, he grabbed the thing. And we're like, let's go get the camera. Let's shoot this unboxing video. And, and we did it just right then and there. Well, there's been a lot of anticipation for this model because it was announced over a year ago now, and it was supposed to be out in June, July of last year, but there were delays, and uh, it's finally here now that, you know, a year later after it was announced. And now that it's finally here, what do you guys think of it? Uh, is it uh, everything that you expected it to be or a big letdown or what, uh, somewhere in between? What do you all think? Um. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> the 
there's a lot to talk about. So I tell you what, let's 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 take this in a logical order, and we'll go through the the basic. Um, features, the points, and, and do a real comparison between the two, uh, pretty much point by point. That's a good idea. So let's start off with the power. Ah, the power. That was a big surprise. You know, pulling this out of the box, if one of the first things I did was grab the FCC ID off of it. Knowing the FCC ID of a radio, you can go to the FCC's website and get a lot more information on the radio than the, the manufacturer is going to put in the manual. Uh, one of the things is the wattage of the radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the wattage, a lot of times, it gives you a good indicator of how much power the radio is going to have. And the GXT-1000 uh, was rated as 5.33 watts on the FCC grant. And um, it sort of held up to that. The GXT-1000, time and time again, shows they've got the best range of any consumer radio out there. So. Yeah. I was actually disappointed right out of the gate looking at the GXT-2000 because it only shows 2.6, actually 2.649 watts, I believe, on the the FCC grant. Now, that's still uh, a nice jump over the 1.67 watts of, say, the Motorola MT-352. Yeah, yeah. This isn't isn't necessarily a bad thing because – a lot of other high-end consumer-grade radios are, um, you know, even lower than this. And, yeah. And, and the example you gave, the MT-352, that's a very high-end Motorola radio. People don't mm-hmm. complain about the range of that radio. It's a good radio. But, yeah, absolutely. And uh, that has an output power of 1.67, according to the FCC grant. So 2.6 wasn't necessarily a bad thing, but... Compared to the five of the GXT one thousand, I thought, uh oh, maybe maybe we're going to have not, an not, issue with not quite what you were expecting. Yeah, I, I thought maybe we're going to have a problem with with range or with audio quality over a, a, a distance of a mile or so. Well, we're going to get to to those two items in a minute. Let's hit the battery next. Well, um, the, the battery was the big reason to go to a GXT two thousand. Mm-hmm. The the one thousand used nickel metal hydride battery chemistry which is, uh, at, at this stage, probably an older technology. Lithium has been around for a while. GXT-2000 it moved to a lithium polymer battery. Mm-hmm. Now, with lithium, you get uh, a lighter weight battery and usually longer uh, life and a smarter charger. A lot mm-hmm. of times the charger will turn its Well, with lithium, a, a charger is going to have to turn itself off when it realizes the radio is full. So... Um, the GXT-2000, having a lithium polymer battery was a big advantage because, you know, right out of the gate, it's a lighter weight radio. you got longer yeah. battery life on the radio. But one of the important things is Midland maintained compatibility with standard AA alkaline batteries with this radio. A lot of times, like with Cobra, for example, mm-hmm. they use lithium batteries in a lot of their radios, but you can't put AA or AAA batteries in the radios as well. So you're really limited to just just those rechargeables. That's well, it. It's a nice feature to know that if your battery dies and you're on a camping trip it, with no access to power to recharge it. But you, you have another just, option. Yeah. yeah, pop some Duracells in there and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. And the, the 2000 has that. So I, I really like that feature. We didn't do a full battery test to see how long we would get with life. A lot of times that's dependent on how you're using the radios anyway. But Midland claims you're going to have 50% more battery life, mm-hmm. 
uh, around 16 hours and three times faster charge. Yeah. They're saying you can go from completely dead to fully charged in around two hours. You know, you brought up the uh, option of putting in alkalines as well as rechargeables. Now, I consider that an important feature myself. But what I thought was interesting was that Midland in the past has really touted that as a feature on the 1000s, but they really didn't, strangely enough, they they seem to omit that on, on the box of the 2000. Yeah, before the product actually arrived, I, I was looking, you know, I, I kind of thought one day, well, does it, did they maintain compatibility with the, the alkalines? And I couldn't really find anything where Midland was, was advertising that they, they did. So it was, was sort of a surprise to actually check the manual out and open the, the case and, and see that it still indicates in there that you can use double A's. Hmm. I think they should push that more. So the, the lithium polymer battery is a big plus for this radio right off the bat um, over the GXT-1000. Uh, what about the display? Now, this, now we, we had a little bit of a, um, a disagreement about the display here. Yeah, Midland says that the display is, is larger and easier to read on the GXT-2000 versus the, the GXT-1000. And uh, I, I disagree with that. I don't see a... I don't see a size difference, really. It may be a well, slightly larger, but they're using the exact same icons they used before. The TXRX, um, you know, all the little CTCSS, Vox, the channel number is exactly the same size. Now, they definitely changed the way it's laid out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did do that. But if you're going for a bigger display, you're not going to find it. It's 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 the same if you ask me. Well, I, I personally I think that if you look at the overall area of the display, the 1000 and we're actually staring at a 1000 right now, the display's kind of uh, not you know completely square. It's it's a little more oval, you know, on the top, a little more oval shape, a little more curved, but it's just one piece. And then mm-hmm. on the GXT 2000, the display is actually broken up on the front panel into two pieces, into two parts. Now, it's really just one display in the back, but it's, it's sort of, it has a little divider there. And the icons show up in the bottom portion of that display in that second section. But if you kind of look at the display overall, now, uh, the top part of the display is a little bit um, more rectangular. So if you consider the overall area Personally, I think that there's actually more area to that display. And if you look at the inside of the the actual LCD panel itself, inside, behind the cover, I, I really think it is a little bit bigger. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I'm, I'm at a 1,000 here. Well, it looks bigger to me. I, you know, if, I think one good way to tell us to actually look at the video, because you had the two... At one point in the video, or a couple points in the video, you had uh, the two side by side, one in each hand, and you could see the, the display. I th- think if you look at the video, you know, shooting down on it, I think you'll probably notice that there is a slight change. You know what? I'm kind of doing some uh, measuring here, an unofficial measuring. With a piece of plastic? <laughs> yeah, with a piece of plastic. I'm, I'm using this plastic as my <laughs> official ruler here, and... The unofficial numbers say that the height on the old 1000 is the same overall as the 2000. The height is identical, except the 2000 has a black, completely unusable black bar, like 
in the the lower well, the, third the divider. But yeah, exactly. It's, so they're actually taking space away there. Well, there's the divider there to to separate the the icon section from the top section. But if you look at the actual display itself, behind behind the the front panel behind the screen, uh, you know, the I mean, part you can't see. Yeah, I don't yeah, count actual, that as display. You can't. You can't well, see. Can't see well, it. It's actually You're going to count the, a, the unseen part as display. Well, you can't it's, count it's still that. part of the display panel. Is what I'm saying. The actual um, I, I display. Don't know. You itself. can only count the part that you see as display. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what. Anthony hasn't weighed in on this yet. Send them both right, side by side. You're going to have to break and, the tie. And, and, yeah, you're going to have to break the tie on this. We got one fur, one again, and and you're going to have to be the tiebreaker in this. Honestly, they do look the same, and I'm with Danny. I can't say that this little strip beside here. I mean, it's unusable space. You know, if you want to, if you want to really get me, take that bar away. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not really arguing that they that. They, they say it's larger and easier to read. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is easier to read. They they move some icons from the top above the channel into this second little area on the bottom. So I think the Vox shows up down there. The uh, weather cloud indicating you're on a weather channel shows up down there. So maybe that's a little better, but I don't know. I tell you what, let's let's ask the audience. Yeah, okay. everybody weigh we'll in. Ask the, we'll ask the audience. Everybody weigh in. Tell what everyone how wrong. Tell Rick how wrong he is on this. <laughs> okay, let's. Okay, uh, I'm going to ask you guys now. I'm going to ask you, what do you think? Do you think this display is the same size or a little larger? You can go on to the website at ByTwoWayRadios.com, look at the the video, or on our YouTube channel and uh, watch the video and look at the side-by-side comparison between the GXT-1000 and, and the GXT-2000. Take a look at it, and then let us know what you think. Uh, send us your uh, comments to show at buy2wayradios.com and, uh, and let us know. And we'll see, uh, we'll see who's right on this one. And, see, uh, and, and technically, the screen goes up higher in here. A little bit, but it's rounded. It's, what I'm saying is, is I bet if I... I bet if I smash this radio, I bet if you took that LCD and I display took this, out, I took this cover off, and, and and I bet you the screens are the same size. I, I'll, I'll bet it's smaller. I bet you they're the same size, slightly smaller. Because I think it's just a matter of. All right, we're gonna do it. We're gonna smash a radio. You see where <laughs> you see where I'm we're coming from? Though video. we're gonna do a video where we smash the radio just to <laughs> just to size up the screen. Because I, I guarantee you, the screen does not just stop right there. <laughs> guarantee it. Right on either radio, you you yeah, got unseen it, part of the screen. Yeah, I'm saying you can't count the part of the screen you, can't you don't see anyway. Unseen. Okay, folks, you you've heard it right anything, here. There's there's a, a there is a disparity here. We're, we're we've got a disagreement the going. The viewing area is definitely <laughs> different, but I guarantee it's the same size screen. Okay, well we'll, we'll see what the audience thinks. Uh, let's see who wins this one. What can we give our listeners for this? Uh, we've got some some new T-shirts coming in in a couple of weeks. There you go. I tell you what, everybody who who responds will put their name in a drawing for a free T-shirt. That sounds great. Moving right along, um, the next item on the list: the features, the feature set overall. What um, do you think? There's a really big change there in the features. Uh, no, I, I really don't. And and when we talk about features, we're talking about things like weather mode, Fox yeah. hands-free use, um, whisper mode. 
um, power settings, things like that. And and there's really not a lot of difference between the two radios. I'll, I'll highlight the small ones. And uh, one thing I noticed right away is direct call and group mode, which do exist on the GXT-1000, are gone on a 2000. And mm. I think this was probably done because no one used them anyway. Nobody and, uses them. Yeah. And they didn't use them because they were extremely hard to set up and use. You you almost had to have the manual in front of you every time you made a direct call to figure out how to do it. And that kind of defeats the purpose of, of a two-way radio in convenience. That's true. So those two features are gone, and I don't think anybody's going to really complain about that. Uh, the GXT2000 added a weather scan feature. Mm-hmm. And this <laughs> allows you to, uh, when you're in weather mode, scan until you get to a channel that uh, has weather on it. And then whenever the weather goes away or it stops receiving a transmission on that weather channel, it continues to scan for the next one. Kind of, I, I don't think that's too big of a feature. I don't, I, I don't really recommend you use that. Rick likes it again, but... I, actually, no, I agree with you on this one. I, I, I could see where a weather scan could come in handy sometimes, but I think it could probably get in the way, and for the reasons that you mentioned yeah, it, um, in, in the blog. I'll, uh, I think I did do a... Yeah, you did. I'm, did a I blog post, and, and you did mention that in the blog, and we'll actually put a link to that blog post in the... Um, in the show notes for this episode, great full review on it. I'll, I'll sum it up real fast. It, and the, the reasons I don't like it are in our area here, we can receive transmissions from two different NOAA towers. One of them is much closer to us than the other. Mm-hmm. And it's always preferable for us to use that one particular NOAA tower. Well, if I was using WeatherScan, there's a chance that my radio would hit the other one that's further away that's giving weather information for a different area often. Um, And I would never even get to the one that's closest to us because the weather stations are constantly transmitting. Yeah. It's not like they they stop every couple minutes for the scan to move on. So I could see an advantage maybe if you're traveling and you don't really, you're in the car, you don't want to change the weather channel manually to find the closest one. Um, yeah, if you're moving at a fairly quick pace across, you know, different counties and and state lines and things like that, I could see a use for it there. But uh, other than that, though, uh, I I wholeheartedly agree. See, we can agree on that. Uh, all yeah. right. <laughs> um, so other than that, the omission the of the direct call and the group mode and, and the addition of the weather scan, there, there's really not too much difference between the features of the GXT-1000 and the GXT-2000. That's right. Okay, now we come to the audio quality, and this was another this was another big one. And uh, Anthony, you guys, um, sales department went in there when we first got these radios out. You guys went in there, really went through the audio, uh, you know, tested the audio on these radios to see if there was a really big difference. What did you, what did you find? Um, well, start off the 1000s. One of the biggest complaints. One of the biggest complaints was the audio quality. It sounded great. If it was used without any sort of accessory, once you plugged an accessory in, whether it be a speaker mic, uh, you know, earpiece, it was not as loud. 
That's kind of a chronic issue with those for a long across time. the whole Midland line, actually, yeah, yeah. not just the one thousand. Accessory volume has been sort of across a the thing. Across I think we mentioned board. that on a show in the past. Mm-hmm. But the the two thousand one thing that they were were promoting was the new HD audio and testing a one thousand and a two thousand. With without accessories, the the two thousand is definitely louder. The sound quality is a lot better. I would say they fixed the accessory problem. No really. doubt yeah. about it. I it's, would agree with that too. It's uh, plugging a speaker mic into it. You know that was one thing people like to use a, a speaker mic or shoulder mic, and the biggest complaint was what's well, louder when I don't have the the mic plugged in. Well, it's not the case with the two thousand. It's 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 every bit of louder than than what the 1000 was so I, i'm glad they fixed that because that's a lot of people want to use some sort of accessory with their radio mm-hmm. whether it be a speaker microphone a, a surveillance earpiece whatever the case may be an sc1b headset <laughs> yeah exactly rick's favorite um so yeah i'm, I'm glad they had addressed it um and and got that fixed you you'll definitely be able to tell a big difference on the uh audio quality even without accessories, when we did our range test, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess we'll talk about coming up, but you can tell a difference in clarity going from the 1,000 to the 2,000. It's it's slight, but uh, it's definitely noticeable. Now, when you tested it, you tested it out with an XLT SM300 and the one headset, right? Correct. Which we uh, carry here, and uh, it was uh, it was pretty consistently loud. Yeah, for, yeah, for all those, and so that. Uh, yeah, that worked out pretty well. And we are going to get to the range right now, as a matter of fact. Let's, let's go ahead and hit the range. That was another big area, and we did some extensive testing on the range. Yeah, we spent a few hours one day um, plotting some points on Google Earth and you know figuring out a, what would be a good area to, to take these radios. We ended up going to, what, eight different locations? Yeah, you did in your I nice warm car. I was standing there in the cold. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> That's right. I remember that. It was yeah, nice. I, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, we had points anywhere from, I believe, around half a mile away up to just over two miles away. And there was only one location at about 2.1 miles where we completely lost audio. Um, the 2000, I couldn't get a transmission to go through. The 1000 was very, very spotty. I, I would receive bits and pieces, but definitely not good. And it was the same on my end. It seemed that no matter where you went, any change, for better or for worse, was pretty much consistent on both ends. Exactly. I, I would say that the clarity on the 2000, in, in places where that we, we got reception, mm-hmm. um, the 2000 was a little clearer than the 1000, um, and the range was fine. So I would actually say the 2000 is better. And I, w- I was kind of expecting, because of the difference I was seeing in wattage, the 1000 to have better quality over a mile or so just because of the stronger signal that I was expecting it to put out. But I don't know if it's just that the wattage number is incorrect mm-hmm. it's on the FCC grant or perhaps the improvement in audio is just doing a better job of filtering out the the background static that would be present but 
I thought the audio quality at the same distance was a little better on the 2000 versus the 1000, with the exception of the one point where we couldn't get any transmission to, to yeah. go through at all on the 2000. The 1000 was, I would say, poor there as well. Yeah, we there was that one spot, and I think you were at that point, you were uh, in, an, in an area where there were a lot of buildings in the way. Yeah, it was the same elevation that uh, our office where you were. We were at the same elevation, and I was right behind a neighborhood, and there were a lot of office buildings in between us, so there was a lot more interference. We actually were able to get communications at a further distance yeah. just fine, but this, this point at about 2.1 miles... We got, it was very bad. Nothing on the 2000 and very little on the 1. Now, we were doing this without any accessories as well, just to keep everything even, because as we mentioned before, uh, accessories on the 1000 was an issue that would create uh, weaker clarity in audio on, on the um, on the accessories. But in this case, we had them both just on the... We were just using the radios themselves without any accessories to kind of keep that, that uh, audio level consistent right we wanted to get an impression of of the speaker from the radio yeah more so than you know any anything the accessory may be doing okay then the next item here this is another important one the price there, there is a difference in price between the two radios uh yes there is it's, it, right now the gxt 1000 is around 69 dollars and the 2000 is 99 dollars yeah so um so thirty dollar difference in price that can uh, that can influence some people depending on oh, okay uh, which one do I want to get so you sort of have to weigh the you know everything else the power the battery the display options uh, well maybe not display okay that's still up in the air but the uh, features the audio quality uh, the range and sort of weigh that with the price and say you know okay is it really worth the thirty dollar difference is it not uh, it's it's going to be a personal decision on that. Right, right. Yeah, you, you really have to look at the advantages and disadvantages, and I guess we'll summarize those here in a second. But um, um, Now, one other thing, the accessories, and I think that goes without saying, just to be clear on this, the accessories have not changed on this. The Both the GXT1000 and, and the 2000 sport all the standard Midland accessories. Yes, exactly. Exact same accessory connector on both yeah, no, radios. No, no nasty surprises on that. <laughs> right. So, in summary... Which one do you guys think uh, uh, wins out here, the 1000 or the 2000? I, I think the 2000 is definitely a better radio. Um, it, I mean, you're going to pay more for the better radio. We just talked about the, the $30 difference in price. For that $30, you're getting uh, lithium batteries, number one. That's mm-hmm. probably That's always going to be the, the difference in your price on any radio. Yeah. Um, and I guess you've got to decide if that's worth it, but double the battery life. And three times faster charging, that's a big reason to go with this radio over the GXT-1000. Being able to get 16 hours of battery life. I mean, normally you might see eight to nine on a GXT-1000. If you're a, we've got a lot of businesses that use these radios, and a 1000 may make it through a work day, but you got to think over time that battery's going to lose a little of its performance. Yeah. So, um you know, you don't want to find yourself four months down the road and you can't get through a day. With, whereas with the 2000, you've got a lot of extra room to spare there. The audio quality is, I would say, better on the 2000 for sure. 
the display. Don't don't buy it for the display. <laughs> uh, I'll agree with that. I mean, don't just buy it for the display. I'll give you that. If you plan on using headsets with the radio, I would say the 2000 is definitely worth the price difference because just just because of the the lack of audio quality that the 1000 puts out and any any other radio in the middle of line. So if you're planning on using a headset or a speaker mic, definitely consider the 2000. Anthony, what do you think? I'm a bigger fan of the 2000s. I've always been a fan of the 1000s, but I think, um, you know, my my gripes have always been with the sound. That's been my ultimate gripe with it. But I think them upgrading the battery on it has really um, is really going to help out. I, I like the fact that they have lithium. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm a fan of the 2000 myself, and um, I I see enough of an advantage in in the 2000s to to go with those. Uh, so I, I, you know, and and I'm a big fan of the 1000 too. So I, I see the 2000 as a definite improvement in many areas. Yeah, if, if money weren't an object, you would. I think you would definitely get the 2000. I don't see yeah. any reason to go with the 1000 over the 2000. Just when you weigh in the price difference, you got to decide if the new features are worth it. Yeah, but I guess that's go. the case with anything you buy. That's true. That's true. Well, coming up, we'll review the Midland GXT 2050 VP4 two-way radio it's basically the same as the gxt 2000 so why are we reviewing it well we'll find out next on the two-way radio show searching for two-way radios buy two-way radios has what you need My Two-Way Radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. My Two-Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. All of our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show, and this week we're going to review a new two-way radio from Midland, the GXT 2050 VP4. Well, they are finally here, finally been able to actually put our hands on a, on a set, uh, the GXT 2050s, long-awaited uh, set of radios here. Midland is stuck with their, their traditional camo finish on the 2050s. Mossy like oak. Mossy oak. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of sticking along the lines with the uh, the uh, older GXT 1050s. A few new upgrades to the 2050s. Um, the biggest is the lithium battery. Mm-hmm. The GXT 1000s and 1050s have the nickel metal hydrate batteries, and they've upgraded these 2000s and 2050s with the lithium polymer batteries, which 
What does that mean? Lighter radios, better, better battery life. Um, 50% more battery life is claimed by uh, Midland. Uh, smarter charger. It's going to have faster charging times. Uh, they claim three times the charging time. I think they say two hours. It can charge completely, which yeah. is incredible. That's that's uh, it's usually what you're going to get with lithium. But if you get in a pinch, you know you can have a pretty decent charge in a couple hours and uh, a complete charge in two hours, and not the uh, you know six to eight that the uh, nickel metals are going to take. Well, you know the, these radios, since they're specifically aimed at that the more of the outdoor enthusiast. Uh, that crowd because of the camo and all that, uh, you know, the hunters and, and that sort of thing, that two-hour charge time can be a real a big factor in getting these radios over some others because if, if you're going out there and you're hunting and this radio is starting to get out, got to plug it in for a couple hours and That's charge it up. That's absolutely right. Another thing to consider is the, the 2050s as well as the 2000s and the 1000s come with a vehicle charger. Yeah. And that's uh, unusual for consumer grade radios, but right right here in the box is a, a charger that will plug into the cigarette lighter in your vehicle. Um, so if you're a hunter, you know, and you're you know out in the middle of nowhere, then your your batteries you're giving out because they've been on all night or whatever, and you you plug them in and give them a quick charge in your vehicle, and and uh, then you're good to go again. That's right. Uh, another big improvement on the the 2000s and the 2050s is the audio output. These have the quote-unquote HD quality audio. We've mentioned it many times before with the 1000s and the and all the other previous Midlands. Now the sound output, great when used without an accessory, but once you plug that accessory in, you lose a lot. Through test here, we, we found that they definitely are louder, a lot better output on these radios. Um, so if you're using these with some sort of accessory, surveillance earpiece, speaker mic, helmet kit, whatever the case may be, you're going to be able to tell a big difference in the audio output. Now, I guess the big question is, what's the difference between the 2000 and the 2050? A lot of people are going to be looking at the website going, yeah. There's, this one's $10 more. What am I getting for that $10? Well, you're getting the camo for one thing, but there's one other thing that you're getting with these. Now, the 2000 had the 10 call tones, right? Right. The 2050 has the 15 call tones. They're, they're actually 10 call tones plus the animal calls. Correct. Five animal you get calls. five animal call alerts built into the radio. You can press a button to hear a, a turkey, duck, crow, cougar, and a wolf. So for an extra 10 bucks, you get camo and you get five animal call alerts. And who can't use some animal call alerts on their radio? Well, I'm sure some people can't, but yeah, <laughs> maybe even most people can. <laughs> but it's fun. It's fun. It is fun. It's like changing the ringtone on your phone i guess yeah it gives you some variety i want it to sound like a crow yeah i really love how crows sound i want it to sound like a crow imagine how much fun you can have with the people you're hunting with too if you you know all of a sudden you're you know <laughs> might get you shot though too yeah, I was gonna, I was there's a crow say, talking on your radio i was gonna say uh, if we're at a turkey shoot and i set mine to sound like a turkey uh <laughs> i heard a wolf over there so i shot it or jimbo 
Yeah, I, I, I think if I was in a turkey shoot, I, I think I'd change it to another animal. You know, something that's out of season. <laughs> could probably cause some problems. You could turn your volume off, send the turkey call. Whoever's got the other radio would sound like a turkey. That's right. Well, you could have some fun with this. <laughs> you have fun with this radio. That's worth the 10 bucks right there. We'll have some we're, have 10 bucks worth of fun with this radio. <laughs> we're finding value here is what we're doing. we have an extra 10 bucks worth of fun with it. That's right. <laughs> So what's the price on this? Price on these on the twenty fifties is one oh nine ninety nine with the free ground shipping. You basically still get in the value pack, you still get uh, all the same goodies, the two radios, the two uh headsets, two belt clips, of course. You get the, the lithium batteries, mm-hmm. um, the desktop charger, the uh AC adapter and the DC adapter for all of you that uh, want to plug it into your car. As far as I'm concerned, worth every penny. I mean, as far as the you know the just a few minor upgrades, the lithium alone is worth the upgrade, mm-hmm. just to have that extra battery life. Um, and a three year manufacturer. Yeah, and it still has the three year manufacturer warranty, which really is is Midland is one of the only few that have that good of a warranty. Yeah, that's kind of unbeatable. Yeah, most to, to most consumer products you're going to see a year, and uh, they take it uh, above and beyond with the three years. So, one hundred nine ninety nine, and if you enter the promo code show at checkout, you can save an additional five percent off that price. That's if you right. Buy from buy two way radios. Any other thoughts on the the twenty fifty? I think that pretty much covers it. All right. Well, we've got some questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. The first one comes from, uh, who did this come from? Oh, yeah, the first one comes from Steve. He's commenting on the GXT2000. He wants to know, are you sure about the power output rating? If you compare FCC documents for various radios, you'll see the reporting is all out of whack look at more than just two and you can't make any sense of them so uh, I called Midland and they confirmed that all newer since the last six years plus are five watt radios with an output in GMRS frequencies on high of about 4.5 watts same as GXT 1000 860 760 etc etc that's from Steve well I really don't like to go by the the um, manufacturers number as far as wattage a lot of times you'll see they they may use a different wattage number than what's actually being emitted from the radio Um, and the fcc wattage number the the number that appears on the fcc grant should be based on the actual test of the radio so a lot of times we see that number is different than what the manufacturer says now is, is that number accurate i don't know that number is based most likely on one sample radio that was sent to one sample lab to have yeah. a test run to, for FCC approval. So um, maybe that one sample was uh, not as good as what's typically coming off the line, or maybe it was better than what's typically coming off the line. There, there's definitely variance in transmitters. One radio might be different from another. Well, if it's an early production model or an earlier prototype of what's coming because they have to turn those in, maybe that's the prototype they're testing, and then the final model is, mm-hmm. is a lot different than the prototype, really. 
So I can't say for sure that, that that's the right number. I can say that's the number that's on the FCC grant. And I can also say that historically over the, you know all the time that we've been doing this, the wattage number that appears on the FCC grant gives a much better representation of how that radio is going to perform relative to other radios than the number that the manufacturer gives. A lot of times manufacturers will say this is a 5-watt transmitter. It's a 5-watt transmitter. But you'll look and the, the range on the FCC side is about 1.5, 2 watts, and the performance on the radio seems to match up with other radios that have that same wattage. Yeah. So um, I guess that's the answer. Yeah. Okay. Well, our next question comes from uh, Azoki, and Azoki wants to know, any news as to when or if the GXT-5000 will be available in 2013? And that's from Azoki. <laughs> and uh, I think the last we heard from Midland was, was well, they keep changing it. They keep here's, changing here's it. Here's what happens. I'm going to be honest here. Every month, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a reminder set up. I call and I check on the status of the GXT-5000. I, I say... Call our rep, hey, when are our back-ordered GXT-5000s going to ship? And the answer every month is the 15th of the next month. So (laughs) in November, I heard December 15th. In December, I heard January 15th. And a couple of weeks ago, I was told February 15th. Uh, (laughs) Will it be March, April, May? I would think so, but time will I, tell. I don't know. I mean, we're, we're allowing you to to place orders for this product on our our site now. Don't expect it anytime soon if you place the order because I mean, we'll ship it as soon as we get them, but I, I don't know when the products are going to be here. People will know they're here because yeah. they'll hear us holler as soon as we see them on our dock. It is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> celebrating. It's really a tragedy with this radio. I mean, they, they came out with this model, and we were one of the few dealers to actually get this model. Yeah, we were the, the, just about the very first, as a matter of fact. Yeah. And it's great. It's a great radio. It's a, a high-end. It's, it's basically a GMRS radio or GMRS frequencies built into a business class or business-grade radio. Yeah. But as soon as they started moving really well, there was massive flooding in Thailand – and the factory where Midland has these radios made was completely destroyed. So they've had to rebuild the factory <laughs> over the last year and a half, and that's what we're waiting on. That's why we've got a problem. Yeah. Well, the time I guess time will tell. A long time will tell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, and our uh, last question comes from Harris, and Harris wants to know, I wonder if it's possible if I want to make a transmitter and receiver with only using wires, a buzzer triggered when received signal, and batteries, or do I need any other stuffs? My plan is to make some kind of transmitter, and when I turn the current on, the buzzer on the other circuit makes sound since it's triggered. It will be great if there's also a simple diagram I can see. Thanks. And that's from Harris. MacGyver.com. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, um, it's a good question. That's a good question. Good very, qu- great question. I think it's um, a little too technical for uh, the yeah. buy two-way radio show. We have a number of books 
Oh, at buy2areas.com that, that are all about the basics of radios. There's some ARL books. There is a book there that, that call the basics of two-way radio or two-way radio basics um, that actually shows you it has some projects in there to where you can actually build your own uh, radio projects. You're absolutely right. I forgot that we even had the books that I mean, they go into detail on how to build a radio. You, yes, they do. You know, step by step, using wires and buzzers, and probably Some, a few other things. Harris, I highly recommend that you pick up one of these books. Just go to buy2wayradios.com, pick up one of these books, and you'll have your diagrams. Uh, I can't say that they'll necessarily be simple, but uh, if you have a, a little bit of uh, training in electronics, and even if you don't, it can give you some basics on putting some of this together. So I would recommend going going to our site taking a look at some of these books, and, and I'm sure you'll find something you can use. Well, that does it for our questions and answers this week. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, blueberry.com, or stream it on Stitcher. Before we go, does anyone else have anything else they want to add about the Midland radios or any of the questions or anything else? Nope. Nope. No, I don't days, think so. All Midland today. Yeah. One of these days you guys are going to really surprise me. And we're going to go another half hour with stuff you want to say. Maybe next week. Yeah, but not today. Today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWayRadios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Everyone, thanks for listening, and until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out.